0: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
1: This is the Broadway Boys podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network and we are back with season 5 episode 13 as the New York Rangers. It's escape from Minnesota with a point Uh, just a wild game overall and you know it's it's gonna be interesting for the next month Andy uh, to see how we rise up to the challenge of having a few of our players
0: hurt and we'll get into that but first I have to ask you how are you doing my friend I'm doing good I feel fresh as a daisy I cannot say the same thing about the New York Rangers Mm -hmm. but me personally I feel I feel great uh woke up did some Worked out this morning, which is rare for me. So, uh, and then, yeah, just went on a little walkabout around the neighborhood. The weather is really nice. So, yeah, like I said, I'm doing good, but I'm sure the New York Rangers are feeling a lot more banged up than I am at the moment. Yeah. I mean,
1: listen, we beat the Carolina Hurricanes and got two points. We played a solid game there, uh, but we did not escape, you know, that game without, you know, injuries. And that. That was killer, man. I, I listen. I'm not expecting this uh, to have to face a challenge, you know, this early of this extent. But you know, losing Adam Fox and losing Heedle, it's just, it's going to be a true test. And you know, I, I tweeted this, you know, right after that game. It's an opportunity, really. Like, th- there's got to be other guys to step up. Like, we we can't just be like, well, we don't have Fox, we don't have Heedle, so we're done. It's like. Listen, this is the reason why you have guys like Kako and Lafreniere. This is supposed to be the next wave, the next, you know, the next man up mentality. And if these guys can't get it done playing on the top two lines, then you can, you know, you can kiss away the Stanley Cup because that's certainly never going to happen. Uh, you know, these guys got to step up big time. And you know, it, you know, before you know, I make my judgment. You know, Andy, I want to get your take on the,
0: on the injuries first. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's, it's real tough. Uh, first little bit of, well, it's funny. We say first little bit of adversity. We, at first the adversity was the long road schedule and the being tired. But, uh, yeah, this is the adversity when your, your depth gets tested. Um, and it's man, it's just, it's obviously difficult. Um, I guess maybe you can say better that this happens in November than it happens towards going into the the postseason or towards the tail end of the year. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because I think anyone with a brain knows that the Rangers do not, are not going to win anything with a, with Adam Fox not being a hundred percent because you take wear and tear going into the, once you're in the playoffs, you, but you can't, if you go into the, into the playoffs hurt already, that's just the Rangers are not going to go very far. So he's going to get, uh, healed up now, Um, I'm honestly more concerned for Heedle just because if it's yet another concussion, he's already had a couple of those, and it's just, it's tough, you know, he he you know, it's I don't know, he gets in a lot a lot of collisions, like, just kind of random bump collisions on the ice, and I don't know if it's because he's had a concussion before that it makes you I believe it makes you more susceptible to them, so if that's what's going on, but obviously the Rangers don't really disclose any of that stuff, but you, you hope he's okay, um, and then you know we obviously hope with the whole thing with Igor is uh, he's okay. Obviously, he finished that game, so hopefully it's minor. And again, this organization's just being smart. They're like, look, we banked all these points in October. Um, the one thing that does help them is that their schedule for November is a little definitely <laughs> is more sparse than it's been. Um, you know then it then it then the first half of the year, um, I'm actually gonna pull it up right now. I believe in terms of Fox, I think they only- if Fox is eligible to come back and is ready to come back when he's eligible, which is basically in december uh yeah, I mean he probably would yeah he's he probably wouldn't miss all that many games, so we'll see one two, three, four, he's five, gotta miss at least ten games, yeah, so. You know, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six. So, yeah, if it's, he would be eligible to come back towards the end of November, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's 10 games. It's not, it's, thir- it's not it, 30 days.
1: It's 10, from what I've read online, it's 10 days or 24. It's
0: 10 games or 24 days. Okay. One. Well, so, and they put him on uh, the day before the wild game, right?
1: Someone posted, I don't know if this is, so if this is wrong, but, it seemed pretty reliable that, uh, November 28th would be the first day he's eligible.
0: Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. So 10 games. Yeah. And he, we've already played one. We got a point out of it. So yeah, could be, could be worse. You just gotta weather this storm for <laughs> yeah. 10 games for the month, essentially, uh, easier said than done. I think it's one of those things that these are the moments that tell you a lot about the makeup of your team. And I think you don't want to be too definitive after one, because I also think that the the scheduling has is re, really fucked the Rangers on this one because they had that long ass road trip. They came home for t- what two days rest. They played a game. And they got right back on a plane. So there's not a lot of that wasn't a lot of rest. So um, and obviously they're a team. The Rangers essentially were a team who, that's trying not to lose its mojo and played a team that was desperate to find theirs again. Uh, and that's why we got the result we got yesterday, but they still, you know, were able to somehow get a point out of that game, which is good. But um, yeah, I mean, you're seeing a lot. Of, once again, Jones and Schneider are proving that it's just not a, it can't happen <laughs> right now, if ever. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's just, you know, not, it's not going to work. So they're going to have to figure that out. I think the Rangers are realizing how thin their depth really is. You know what I mean? I think some teams are all depth. And if you lose one guy, it's not the end of the world. And some teams are just have pillar players. And if you lose a pillar player, it really hurts you. And I think the Rangers are one of those teams, you know, you know, if, if any, they're blessed to have players like Panarin and Fox and Igor, you know what I mean? But if yeah. you lose any one of them, if you lose, honestly, those, those are probably we can say are, are the the Trinity on this team. The most, you know, you have the most important defenseman, the most important uh, forward, and then your most important goaltender. And losing any one of those is tough, especially even though Igor might be ready to go again here soon, but just mentally knowing that he's banged up and the Rangers having to go into this game and be like on the road, still tired, and be like, we literally just lost Adam Fox, you know, our sa- two of our safety our safety uh, blankets, you know what I mean? And then Heal, who... And then everyone's moving around. It's just a lot mentally. So let's not even talk about it physically, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think the, hopefully the Rangers from front office is realizing how, how thin their depth really is. Because like we said, we're still waiting on Kako and Lafreniere and, um, Wheeler and, you know, even Trocek. We're waiting on anyone in, in the bottom six to do anything. You know what I mean? Or the middle, the, the bottom nine, I guess, other than Panarin. You know, and you know, Panero, and we're still waiting on Mika to get going. Yeah, Kreider scores a nice goal last night, and so he's maybe got some stuff going. But and, and they need other people to to pitch in here. And um, I will say, it does seem like the some of the guys from the fourth line are finally starting to show. You know, uh, that the, was their the,
1: best game last night,
0: which is rough. Because, which was a rough, rough game, but listen, I, I <laughs> yeah. listen,
1: I don't want to start.
0: We can't judge this team based off the no, Minnesota I, Wild yes. games. Like that would, that would be fools. And like I said up top, that's a team. Minnesota has been pissed off about how poor their start's been because goaltending has been – and it almost screwed them again last night. You yeah. know what I mean? It's I mean, just, it bailed them out. I mean, Flirty played great uh, yeah, he did. when he was tested, especially in a shootout. I mean, yeah, that if the Rangers – if, if, if either Meeker or Trocheck can lift that puck uh, or do lift the puck – we're probably looking at two points of the Rangers and we're like, man, we can't believe they squeaked that one out. Right. But this, you know, uh, literally playing on their back foot after the first
1: period, uh, there was not to mention the turnaround from the Carolina game to this game was two days. They had to hop on a plane. None of the pairings got to get a little you know synergy between them. The lines were all jumbled up. You you didn't have Goudreau because of the birth of his son. And, you know, you, you basically took away you know, two centers, and I know, you know, Goudreau hasn't been playing well, but you missed Gaudreau last night. He's the type of guy when things aren't going your way, you know, you can rely upon him in the defensive zone. And, you know, I think it showed. I think not having him, uh, you know, although, you know, we expect more from the price that you're paying. I'll be the first to agree with anyone who makes that point. But, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, the guy does make that money because, You know, he's a calm, cool, collected player in in these types of moments. You know, it's he feeds off of, you know, I thought his best hockey is Rangers and for the Rangers has been in the playoffs. So, again, it's like this game to me is like almost a throwaway. The fact that you got a point out of it and I know we blew a three goal lead, but come on. It's just I don't know. Like they had, you know, I don't even know what kind of start Minnesota had, but it wasn't good. And the Rangers took advantage of throwing pucks on net. After that, the rain—they just locked the Rangers down, and the Rangers did not have any answer for them. But they were able to find a way to get a point, and I think that's huge. And you know, it, I tell you, it's not going to get any easier. You know, it, you have the Detroit Red Wings next on Tuesday. You know, it, again, a team that just beat Boston, they're you know getting points in the standings. Uh, they could score goals. They give up goals, but they can definitely score. Uh, you know, they might have m- most goals in the in the National Hockey League right now, uh, besides the Golden Knights. They do. So it's going to be tough. And, and Vancouver scored more. So, yeah, it's going to be tough for them. But Andy, I, you know, going forward, you know, with a few practices under their belt, you know, do you, do you think this team will be a little bit more prepared? You know, with you know la violette compared to uh, let's just say if they still had uh gerard gallant as their coach uh yeah definitely it's
0: a layup question but you know uh, that's why i kind of trust the process here well yeah you know what i mean it's i think minnesota is a bad matchup for the rangers anyway especially you lose you lose fox you get an undersized d back there um i think they're and they they just they grind it out they're a pretty tough they're probably the toughest team in, in, the, in the nhl in terms of how their forwards play you know that that folino line is absolutely a nightmare to play against you know what i mean and then they have some skill in, in guys like caprizov and zuccarello you know what i mean so yep. uh so yeah and like i said they were pissed off and desperate for a win and the rangers were just trying to survive and it showed they the rangers knew that they had to come out flying or and to their credit, they did. So you, you can't say they didn't start the game on time. It was just literally after that, I I think, a combination of um, just being, you know, the, just the schedule getting, getting through to them. Minnesota literally just trying to, basically grinding away. They got their first goal. It gave them a huge boost of confidence that they could finally win a game, and they just kept it going and going and going. And listen, it's, yeah, it wasn't pretty... You'd like the Rangers to not get hemmed in their end so much. Uh, it looked like there was a lot more confusion on the Rangers end about uh, what what their assignment should be or where they, when they should be aggressive and when they shouldn't. You know what I mean? So uh, I do think to your point that with a little bit more time that to get comfortable or acclimated maybe with new lines and new D partners that it'll be less of an adventure. Hopefully God, God willing. I don't know if we're going to see Schneider and Jones again. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to uh, put Jones with, with Lindgren, um, you know, just to see if mm-hmm. that helps if Lindgren can maybe stabilize uh, and then Schneider doesn't have to, can go back to the comfort pairing of with the, uh, uh, our one of our our second probably our second well it's hard to say second but I mean I have no problems with how Gustafson is playing so far he's been excellent right beating pressure making you know that goalie scored last night was beautiful uh so yeah instead of messing up splitting up two changing up two pairings you're only changing up one now you know what I mean right and hopefully honey badger Lindgren who's clearly better at Schneider at this point in time will help kind of uh you know, I think the problem is they didn't want to expose Jones to heavy minutes. You know what I mean? But I th- I think this, that's probably the way, that's imagining how it would go because we now have two sample sizes of it just being every time those two are on the ice, the Rangers are hem- hemmed in their own end. And it's not all Jones, it's Schneider too. He'd make some stupid decisions as well. You know what I mean? It's just The problem with that team is that they throw guys
1: on the puck and they're so heavy on the puck that, you know, Jones is... Yeah, it kind of threw into the gauntlet there. Like it's yeah. it's not easy for him being an undersized defenseman having to you know you know take a beating essentially all night and yeah. you know and it's not like let's be honest here it's, the Rangers were hemmed in their own zone for a majority of this game so mm-hmm. it's not like this was Jones's fault this was a full no team I mean after-
0: yeah ever the whole team wasn't helping you know Schneider had a, a bad game too um but. It's-
1: uh, I mean, listen. Overall, listen. When healthy, this is, Minnesota's a shit matchup for us anyway. You yeah, know, we and you know we probably win with Igor in the shootout, maybe. But I think overall goaltending really wasn't a factor. I oh no, Quick,
0: Quick was Quick was great last night. Yeah, and, I don't think know, uh, no, none of that. That you know, they the only reason they probably get a point is because of him. Some exactly. of the crazy saves he was making. And that, that's the biggest crow I've been eating to start the season. As Quick has been excellent, uh, yeah. And you know, obviously, a, b- a bad bounce on the uh, the boldy shootout goal where mm-hmm. it misses him, but you know, it's, it basically spit, it spits down and hits him in the back. So it's not like Quick could have did anything about it anyway. It's not like he fucked up. You know what I mean? It's just he played it. It just was a. It was just one of those things where it hits the the pipe and just yeah. So not his fault. Yeah. No, it's
1: and you know again you, you have to take this game for what it is you got a point on the road against a shitty Minnesota Wild when you're facing the you know by far the biggest adversity uh that you'll hopefully face all season now you know with a couple days you know you know get you got home saturday night you know maybe they have a practice today practice tomorrow and then you know you're right back at it against a Detroit team that you know is feisty they're fast they're hungry they're playing with excitement and you know they can beat anybody in this league uh so the rangers are going to have their hands full they're not as heavy as minnesota which is probably a a better thing for us uh if we could use our you know system to slow that team down we can certainly take advantage with them i'm not in love with their goaltending or their depth really but i think if the new york rangers could find a way to get a lead in this game early we can we could pose a problem for their you know for their style.
0: The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling by calling 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensee Partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus H varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms responsible gaming resources. Halloween is come and gone, and now the holiday season is upon us. And you know what that means, uh, absolute chaos. Now, it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. And why not take care of it now, before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on right now. Yep, right now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before, uh, and I, in the past I've told you how much I love my Raycon uh, everyday earbuds, use them for when I'm working out or going on a, running errands, going on a walk, so I can uh, watch some show from my laptop while I'm over uh, doing the dishes, Uh, they are incredible and they just make the uh, mundane things a little bit more enjoyable. So uh, yeah, absolutely a huge fan of them. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, which are known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32 hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. And just this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro-USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. And their faucet filter ultra filters in the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring that the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half of the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. So to get everyone in on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site and with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds now and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off of Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.
1: Andy, what, what's your take on the you know the Detroit Red Wings game coming up?
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, Detroit beat uh, Boston, which the other day, who has been a hard out. Although Boston's still without McAvoy. So, um, but... Yeah, they can score. Uh, they're clearly of all the teams we thought were going to take a step this year. I think they're the one that you can definitively say have. Although I guess you say Arizona has as well. But um, they're yeah, they're a dangerous team. They they can score. Uh, they right now, I believe they yeah, they're second in in the Atlantic. So they're only you know two points behind the the Rangers with one more game played. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're it'll be a test, and, and the Rangers, like I said, they're they're it's not like they're already home. They're luckily they got two days off, but they I'd imagine they they traveled late last night after the game, so they're sleeping in today, so they they're not going to get a lot of rest before tomorrow uh, before Tuesday night. You know what I mean? But they will get two days off, which is which is good instead of having it be the game be on tomorrow, which is my birthday, by the way. So I'm glad they're not playing on my birthday (laughs) because no no better way to ruin a birthday is then because a game I can't watch because I'm going out to dinner and then just look at the score and see that they're getting blown out, you know, so it's always you chalk up. Well, happy. First off, happy birthday. Thank you.
1: Well, soon to be
0: birthday. Yeah.
1: And uh, when you're listening to this, it'll be my birthday. It'll be your birthday. Uh, And number two birthday games, you know, they lose the Rangers actually play on my birthday this year you can chalk that one up as a loss, you know, and you can't even, you can't even use it as a pro or a con against this team. It's just the way things are for me, you know, they're going to lose on my birthday. Uh, But anyway, Detroit Red Wings, again, a beatable team, but a team that, you know, you're going to have to be borderline perfect against and you can't give them anything. Um, You know, they're just a good team. They really are. And they're only getting better. Uh, but the Rangers I can do you think they're a better matchup for the Rangers, though? I will say that me too, but I don't want to, you know, this could be five, nothing after two periods and you and I are sitting there being like, was this a better matchup or was it not? No, but yeah, it, it's just again, one game at a time, grab a lead and try to, you know, shut them down, slow them down. They're not a team that really wants to play defense. They give up a lot of goals, even though they could score a bunch and you know that's good for the rangers they the rangers can take advantage of this team uh who's still you know trying to find themselves and they're gonna give up goals you gotta work hard you gotta be able to you know draw some penalties and hopefully capitalize on on special teams and you know i thought you know the rangers only had one power play you know against uh, minnesota and that's not good enough against the team with the worst pk you know It, it just um it's just yeah it's just one of those things where y- you're gonna have to you know uh, do the 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 dirty work in the corners and keep grinding and hopefully you know you get a couple calls you know if, you, if you're if you not you know if you're chasing the puck around all night long you're never going to get a power play and you know the rangers are going to have to you know capitalize on special teams uh, with all the injuries
0: now do we know is Gaudreau back for this game or? We, we're not quite sure they did there was a transaction today, although it might just be a paper transaction of sending down uh, Domingue and Brodzinski, um, but it might just be literally for the accrual of cap space. Um, I think we would have known by now if, if his son had been more daughter whoever, whatever child he's having was born. Um, so I doubt it's because Goudreau's back. I think it's literally going to be a paper transaction, so they keep accruing. Uh, cap space in their in their days off you know what i mean because the second they're called up it stops halts that process so they'll probably call them back up on tuesday before the game unless of course you know whatever the 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 child comes today and goudreau is willing to to wants to play on tuesday although I, i i sure as hell wouldn't so i don't know if he would you know he might take the take a full week before coming back but or who knows, maybe the Rangers want to try calling someone else up. But, um, you know, I'm not really sure. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a paper transaction as far as the Rangers are concerned. So I don't know if anyone's come ready to come back. I guess Igor is the one that interests me. It's like if he was just kind of slightly dinged up and they're like, all right, well, just to be safe. Well, you know, they had the cap space to do it um, so they, you know, for for that game. So they did.
1: Yeah, I, this cap thing, it, I, I swear to God, Andy, I just can't, I can't <laughs> do it. It's like, okay, Fox goes on long-term IR, and like, but like every other team, the player goes on long-term IR, you feel like, you know, oh, no, it's good, they're good, good. The Rangers put a guy on long-term IR, they're like, oh, 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 oh man, these are the rules about long-term IR. you you know, you don't bank any of their cap space. You're actually in negative cap land, and you have to give up, you know, your first uh, round pick over the next 10 years uh, if you use your long-term IR. It's, like, unbelievable. The Rangers get a guy that's on long-term IR. You think, all right, this is great. Maybe we can, you know, circumvent the cap a little bit, gain something from this. No, it's like the Rangers are even worse shape. we like, you know, congratulations. Putting someone on long-term IR means that you have to cough up you know the double of nine point five million. It's like, well, where did that come from? Now all of a sudden there's rules with long term IR. And this is why I can't stand the fucking the cap, the NHL cap. It just every time my team does something that I think is beneficial, it backfires. But every time someone else, their team does it, it's like they have no problem. They get all this cap space for free, and you know the Rangers can't even circumvent the cap. I don't even know what you know now there's only a pool of money that you're allowed to draw from r- long-term ir and i know that i'm going on a rant here but it's <laughs> it's it, andy th- like i've never even heard these rules until the rangers put someone on long-term ir it's just did you know all this that there's a pool of money that you pull from and if you call up too many players and you got to pull from that long-term ir money and that goes against the cap after the guy comes back and blah 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 it's like now it's a whole big thing yeah so- i I was, I wasn't it's super cut familiar. Fox, cut Heedle, whatever. Like we're done. It's like the se- they might as well cancel the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hopefully the Rangers have a good capologist or somebody who who uh, makes sense of all this stuff. Um, you know, I guess it. I think it really depends on what the Rangers plan on doing uh, at the deadline or before potentially, you know what I mean? Um, as everyone knows, we were talking obviously about Patrick Kane rumors on the last podcast. This, these injuries make it hard, more difficult to sign a guy like Patrick Kane, because now they have to call up these players to play. And that is, so every game day puts a dent in the amount of money they accrue towards as the season goes on. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's it's a diff, it's difficult, but I mean, a lot of teams in the NHL are up against the the cap, you know, the, the cap ceiling now. yeah, uh, you, you have to imagine that the Rangers are going to try to get some breathing room and probably for next season, most likely Goudreau will not be on this team anymore. Um, we'll see if there are any other notable names who aren't. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where most teams right now are, are up against it and are having to f- make things work however they can. You know, we were just talking about the Ottawa situation with Pinto and the fact he didn't have a contract, but they didn't want to sign him because once he... That's, you know, dead cap and all this other stuff. So, uh, yeah, hopefully the Rangers have someone in charge who, who knows all these rules and is uh, navigating it to the best of their ability. Uh, yeah, I, and you know, I guess going forward,
1: you know, even with the cap and with the room towards the end of the, you know, you can kiss away Patrick Kane, you can kiss away, you know, a big name player coming in here. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, the Rangers have some bad contracts that, you know, and you can't even say they're like awful, you know, the Panarin thing is obviously overpaid, uh, considering he doesn't show up in the playoffs. And doesn't really matter what he does during the regular, I mean, it does matter what he does during the regular season, but, you know, overall, if a, if a guy just is not going to show up in the playoffs, you know, I don't care if you're paying him, you know, $2, it doesn't really, it's, it's overpayment. But, you know, I, I think, you know, the New York, New York Rangers are going to have to, you know, find ways to get creative. And instead of relying on an acquisition, you know, it'd be nice if Kako could break out and you know, Lafreniere could break out and just really be dominant on those top lines. Like those could be additions that, you know, right now are not, you know, being a factor. Uh, the last thing I want to know, uh, Quentin Byfield, Andy. Uh,
0: yeah. He's just well, about taken right off, taken off. Does that make you sad? No. Cause I already, I, I, I wrote a draft reports a draft report uh, for that draft. And it essentially said, despite the fact that Quentin Byfield will go second overall, he has the highest potential of anyone in the draft. And if he puts it together, he will be the best player in that draft class. And I, yeah, I stand by that. So he'll, he'll probably, he'll, I could see him being better than Stutzla by the time. Uh, If not the, the end of this season, probably by next season. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, and uh, listen, I it, the, 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 the shitty thing is that I thought, you know, I don't think Lafreniere has been that bad. He's been trying to good make things happen. But just no one else on this, no one on, b- besides Panarin on this team has anything going. None of their forwards. Kaka doesn't have anything going. Heal didn't have anything going. Kreider gets tipping goals every three games. So gets people off his back. Mika hasn't done jack shit. And it's, you know, I under, it's, we're obviously waiting for him to step up. But at the same time, it's like you know, uh, uh, he scored some goals early. He's a playmaker though. And no one else is doing anything. No one's doing a fucking thing at, at five on five. Although credit to the Rangers, all their goals were at five on five, uh, last night. So, well, so that's good. They finally got some scoring right through it's up and down their lineup, but you know, Panarin gets one again, uh, laugh, did screen the goalie. So you don't, and you know, was trying to go for a tip if he needed it. So if he got a tip, then obviously we'd be probably wouldn't be having this conversation, but, um, But yeah, I mean, you know, it just sucks. Kako has is just it's a whole lot of nothing. Uh, He does a lot of good defensive plays. But again, that's not that's an element of how you win games. But if you have to produce and no one's really producing right now. So, you know, he looks at least Lafreniere looks better. I know we start talking about Quentin Byfield, but obviously, yeah, it's fucking really depressing watching everyone else (laughs) in that draft class just finally everything clicks and then they all, they become basically future cornerstones for their teams. Whereas you still look at left Lafreniere and Kako and be like, there's no way either or both of these guys are going to figure into this team in the future. No, you know, and if they do, it's as cheap death as cheap depth, because they're not going to get them. They're not going to get the money they want. So you imagine either a team will probably would probably slightly overpay for either of them as a reclamation or, uh, Or they're like, you know, I just accept my new reality as, you know, as basically what, you know, a a middle six forward and just that's my career now. You know what I mean? Listen, man, it's
1: I I know I totally understand it. But at the same time, too, it's like like there's no guarantees in the draft. uh, Yeah. You know, and listen, I'd rather be in the position to draft these guys and watch them fail than to never be a part of this you know experiment uh you know it's just a shame that neither of these guys could really just take over games and, and, and you know what though like I do feel like like Kako would be like I I don't let me really think about this I think he's a 75 point player on a team like the coyotes because I just think new you got to have something about you to fit in New York. And I just feel like he's just not meant to play in this city. And I almost feel the same way about Lafreniere. I, th- I feel like Lafreniere would be, you know, uh, an 80 point player possibly on the Canadians. I just, I don't know. It just seems like they're just not meant to be New Yorkers. And you got to have some sort of like arrogant swagger about you. I, but I think those guys, I don't know. Uh, they, I think they overthink it playing here. You know, yeah. whereas you almost have to be like, you know, yeah, yeah. you look at the players that are successful that come here like Fox. There's no doubt like that kid just knows he's dominant, knows he's good. You know, he wanted to play here because he knew what it took. You know, I, I don't know. I just feel like we need that. Ty- you need that type of player, like men- mentally, you know, to approach the game. But what do I know? Uh <laughs> Let's end. Let's end with a, a negative topic,
0: Andy. Uh, the hit on Fox. What were your thoughts? Uh, it might piss off a lot of Ranger fans to hear this, but I didn't think. A, I, I didn't really think it was, like you know, it was an It wasn't called because I don't think it was a penalty, and I don't think he's trying to go. Neon neon on on Fox, because if you slow it down, Fox is the one who actually kind of sticks his leg out. Here's here's the problem. Yeah. And I had the same thought process
1: you did. If you go back and watch it, there is no reason why Aho is approaching Fox at all. It's seconds later, like seconds, like a, a, a while, not a split second, not two seconds. It's seconds later. there's already the puck has already changed possessions twice and aho is still skating right at fox for no reason you're not finishing your check there you're not flying the zone because your team doesn't have possession there's no reason why he's approaching fox other than to interfere with them and it's a thousand percent an interference call no way there's just no way about it the rangers had possession fox is trying to enter the slot and aho just takes him out now the knee-to-knee it's not a dirty play you know Fox no. the need knee. it's not like he extended himself but he should not have ever in, even been in a position to make contact with Fox so it's an interference call it's not a dirty yeah play. he's probably trying
0: and, to get in his kitchen I think yeah 100% but, but at the same time it's like you know I don't f- and listen I think I do think Ajo is a little a little bit of like a rat because he's he's you know he's a smaller guy who gets pesty every now and then, even though he's like, then will then like skate away and be like, Oh, I don't want any, but you know, but whatever I, that's fine. You're, you're the supposed, you know, that you're there. They're one of their superstar players and, and that's fine. You're not a physical guy. So you got to get, you got to play the mind games or the physicality, however you're comfortable doing it. Um, so yeah, I mean, didn't get called, uh, for, for him, for that collision. Um, I think you're right. It, it it probably warranted a an interference call, but at the same time, it's like I don't know, man. If it's like if it was someone was at least was bearing down, and you were like, whatever, can I get away with this? And, and Truba, you know, or it was Truba instead, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like I think it's unfortunate Fox got hurt, but I think so much shit like that happens on a game day, game by game base. It just does not get caught and no one's heard as opposed to a little bit of like a, a bump or a jostle or a behind the play, you know? So it just, it's kind of hard for me to be that like to, to, to get my pitchfork alight for, uh, you know, cause there's obviously been lots of next time they play Carolina, they got to make a answer for that. I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm like, Wh- whatever, feel how you feel. It's not my place to police how you're feeling and maybe the Rangers feel that way. I don't know. But obviously, Truba makes the great point in the thing is like, you know, everyone was basically challenging Aho. He didn't want to do anything. He's like, well, I always got to every time I do anything, <laughs> I have to fight somebody. So why doesn't he, you know? Right. Which is, you know, a good point. But, at, you know, and, and kudos to Truba because he plays that game. And if you play that the game that he plays, then you are going to be basically expected or put in that situation. So and he usually obliges. He's a tough customer. So. Aho is not, but you know, um, but yeah, I, I think the, the Adam Fox injury is unfortunate. I don't think it was on purpose. Um, you know, whether, whether or not it should have been a penalty, you know, even if it was the Rangers still won that game, I don't think it makes it easier to pallet more palatable. You know what I mean? But I think the, the, my point is I don't really think that Aho, was trying to go knee on knee on him. Yeah, maybe he was trying to hit him a little, get him a little late and just kind of getting his, you know, give him a little shiver to the, the chest protector or something, you know, I don't know. But, you know, it's not like Ajo a huge guy either, too. You know, so it's not like. No, and it really like comes down to barrel him
1: over. Like the way Fox avoided him is a bad. just it's bad. You can't do that no matter how. Yeah, you, like you, you're now you're putting yourself in a position where it is knee to knee or knee to thigh. And, you know, when it's, you know, when you're in a more vulnerable position, you're going to get the, you know, the, the short end of the stick on that play. You know, he, he needs to either just run into him and you probably yeah. would have gotten the, if he ran Honestly, straight Honestly, I in, feel like
0: Ajo would have went down like a ton of bricks if he just, if Fox is was a little squat guy, just kind of yeah, with and a little center gravity just stood his ground. And they probably
1: would have gotten the call.
0: Yeah. Because it would have been
1: a little bit more egregious. You know, because the way it happened, it probably looked to the ref probably looked like more of a mutual collision. But, uh, you know, if you're going straight at the guy and he's coming at you and your team has possession, you know, he's got to get out of your way. You know, especially since it's, you know, the the puck has already changed positions, possession twice, uh, you know, on the Rangers side, you know, but who knows
0: Um, anything else? Uh, no, just wanted to highlight that while we were so negative on uh <laughs> we're, we're, we were a little negative on uh the Rangers, rookies or rookies, Jesus. But, you know, Kako and Lafreniere, the heir parents going to this uh, it should be noted that Gabe Perot uh, has played, uh you know, eight games so far for Boston College. And he's got 11 points already. He had a he had a three assists game <laughs> the other game. I think he had two, three assist games back to back. So he's got one goal. 10 assists for 11 points in eight games so far uh, that shouldn't be su- surprising because they basically Boston college uh, essentially uh, I almost said drafted Boston college essentially just sign well, not even sign they uh, they basically just got the uh, the line of Perot uh, Will Smith and Ryan Leonard from the USN and just brought that you basically recruited them to the to the same college so they're just playing as a line again and they're just lighting up But pro is just doing more of what he did in the us and just eyes in the this kid's got eyes in the back of his head he just always is there to make the play that makes something happen uh, and yeah he uh, creams rising to the top so he much like Adam Fox, his just IQ and vision is off the charts and he's got, you know, an underrated shot. He's a great passer. Uh, you just obviously hope that he because like Adam Fox, he's not the best physical specimen. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a little, uh, little skinny, but he's, you know, working on getting stronger in the weight room and all that. So hopefully the Rangers found a good one in him because uh, <laughs> the way things are trending so far, they're going to need a future, uh, you know, some future game breakers for him.